Beloved beings of earth, things, timelines, minds, hearts, intentions, and humanity itself is shifting and expanding. You may have noticed that you feel more connected to streams of love, strength, bravery, freedom, confidence, innovation, collaboration, peace, joy, bliss, inspiration, and perhaps the stream of grace and the stream that connects us to the source of all that is. Beyond time, beyond space, beyond any of our limitations, there is the source that knows you and I intimately and reveals purpose to us in perfect and divine timing. So let me reflect to you now. You are right on time. I too have shifted into another form myself, perhaps more of my dragon coming through, and also my multidimensional human grounded into the core of Gaia Pachamama. And from this place, from this home frequency, I am connected to all that is inherently divine and can share Queen Prophecies podcast. Are you coming along for the ride? As the silver river of grace, I intend for the floods of cosmic remembrance to rain down into your throat chakra to align you with your truth codes, your true soul timing, and an authenticity to bless the golden ages of this planet, planet Earth, through the transmissions, shares, and frequencies of this new season, may the frequency of divine truth assist in the upgrades and activations of all at this precise moment on earth sit back and enjoy the frequencies welcome to my ocean frequency wave on the internet here at queen prophecies podcast i haven't recorded an episode intro all season So today, allow me to take us all on a journey across the seas to the Mediterranean dimension to receive the medicine of Isla Menorca. You may already feel a quality of sweetness and salt in the air, perhaps the heat of the sun blazing down upon your heart, mind, and body. Receive the sun, receive the honey, and receive the Mediterranean medicine codes that are for you. As with everything I share, I invite you to discern what truths are yours and to swim freely in those delicious and sacred waters of truth. What I am called to do with this new series of Dragon Gridwork recap episodes is dive deeper into my storytelling and provide you with powerful experiential wisdom from my own extensive heart and soul-led travel of 2023 and beyond. 
My Dragon Council has made it very clear that it is time to speak about travel, which is essentially the biggest passion of my soul, of my life, of my heart. The miracles and the lowest of lows, the gifts of presence, simplicity, and slowing down, and the downright adventure, the thrill of change, of challenge, rawness, vulnerability, and of course, sweet victory. Before we continue, this dragon has a few announcements. The first is a Patreon announcement. Yes, I have started a Patreon. It is a beautiful space where my vision is to gather many advanced high-frequency beings, dragons, and dragon allies to learn together, to share, to be open-hearted, vulnerable, to sit in ceremony, across the beautiful grid of Gaia and so much more. So I'm going to link the Patreon information in the description of this video. It's really going to become a beautiful space where I share more and more, put a lot of my energy and my frequencies into Second announcement is that all private sessions, all of my offerings, all the medicine work, the one-on-one, -on -one, the healing, the mirroring that I do can be booked on dragonslovecacao.com. Exactly how it sounds. Linked also in the description. That is where you can see what I am up to and which offerings are alive in the store, dragonslovecacao.com slash store. And the final announcement is that my YouTube is getting a lot of my energy and my creativity these days. Maybe you have already noticed I have started sharing both advanced high frequency, a lot of starseed activations over there, as well as videography from the traveling uh, Menorca chapter. And there will be more. There will be more from California. There will be more from sacred sites in these parts. And I would love for you to check it out, see if there's anything there for you. And that is all. Let us dive into the episode. I'm so, so, so ready for you to receive this. Magical, magical, magical. Magical mermaids, magical mermen, magical human. Beautiful and wondrous beings. Thank you for being here for coming into this time and space with me. I am bursting <laughs> literally from my heart portal to share, to share magic, to share 
the water weavings to share more about the journey, more about travel, more about adventure, stepping outside of the norm, choosing a very fluid path and also not choosing, also just listening and surrendering because in surrender there is a choice but it is the choice that is aligned with the highest it is the choiceless choice i believe my sister my beautiful dragon sister dianta um, which if you don't know who she is where are you <laughs> i've been shouting her out on this podcast and all over for for some time and I'm really very, very honored to be weaving and preparing some beautiful things with her as well for all of you, for all of us, for all of us to make these choiceless choices, to walk the path of least resistance, to swim in the graceful waters of the mother the graceful waters of the womb of creation. Now, this might already sound very fantastical and you might already be feeling watery and again, fluid and effervescent. You might want to go get a cup of something, a cup of tea, a cup of cacao, maybe a beautiful mermaid smoothie or mermaid latte <laughs> and come back. I honor that this podcast is really transforming in this third season of Queen Prophecies into a much more expansive way of sharing who I am morphing into who I am alchemizing into who I am becoming and unbecoming and where we go from here nobody knows not even me spirit knows um, but you know spirit is everything I, I yeah I just honor I really really honor you for coming along for listening to this reflection for being curious for being curious think of one of the most famous mermaids that we know unfortunately from a disney film but you know hey ariel 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 being this very curious very very mischievous even um being who wants to know things, who wants to experience things she hasn't experienced before, who wants to maybe tap into the other worlds or realms that were once told to her uh, as forbidden. And the interesting thing about this podcast is I have all the intention to take you on a journey across the seas to the Mediterranean. But first, 
Let's ground our energy. Let's ground our selves and our fields into the core of this planet. So maybe you want to sit up straight and just have your spine ah, straight as can be and let your head kind of rise or raise a little bit more as if you were trying to stretch up to the heavens become a little bit taller and at the same time as your neck or your head is stretching up you also are really sinking your tailbone your butt your thighs maybe your feet into the earth into the core of our ma our madre our mare our mama, our Pachamama, our host mother Gaia, Pachamama. And from this space of being connected, from this space of feeling present and open, I invite you to activate your heart, your dragon heart, Activate your dragon heart just by becoming aware that it beats inside of your chest, that it hums, that it moves, that it keeps a time, but it is a sacred time. It is a rhythm. It is a rhythm that is in sync with all of creation with ma and with ta so take a few breaths settle into the space and i will start to paint a little bit of a picture so that we can just join with the waters and move and shake and swim and slither and fly however you choose all the way to the mediterranean the mediterranean sea this expansive what i like to call i'll call it a dimension i would like to call the mediterranean a plane of existence a dimension and if you are still breathing deep you can now just come back to your natural breath just your natural breath maybe have another sip of tea i'm gonna actually have a sip of my chamomile tea which is chamomile tea brought all the way over from none other than Isla Menorca, Isla Menorca in the Mediterranean, a set of four islands in the Baleares, off the coast of Spain, a little bit south of France, not too far off from North Africa, and I find it interesting that camomile, camomile, is very interwoven in this story 
So if you feel golden tones, if you feel this kind of fresh, relaxing, calming, but yeah, it's very golden, it's very um, playful, it's very nurturing and nourishing energy. It just, by, it just might be the chamomile plant wanting to connect with you, wanting to move through your body. I am transmitting across time and space this frequency. I'm bringing her into the space. This plant, this beautiful spirit, we'll call her plant spirit. She is everything um she is connected to everything that has to do with my tail in menorca so excited to have her she is a master she is a ma she is a mother she is feminine she is wild she is free and i'll explain a little bit more about this as we move along in the podcast so if you have been traveling in the waters, if you feel fluid, if you feel open, if you want to see what does the Mediterranean hold for you, what codes, what energies, what wisdom, what remembrance is waiting for you in the Mediterranean and how can you connect? Maybe you've never been. Maybe you have been, but it was so short, so quick, so fleeting. Maybe it was a long time ago. Maybe it was when you were young. Maybe it was just a layover and you never left the airport. But the Mediterranean holds these potent codes of abundance, of liberation, of grace, of expansiveness, of forgiveness. And I will explain. I will share with you how I even came to know these things. How did this land for me? And is it something that I am just imagining or is it something deeper than that? Is it a a knowing? Is it a truth? Is it your truth? When I say the Mediterranean holds freedom codes, codes of liberation. And again, as I've brought the mermaid energy, do the mermaids also provide this energy, these hints, these feelings of being free, bring, being fluid, being in movement, in change, in exploration to you, to your heart, to your body, to your nervous system, to your organs, to your hair. Yeah, your hair is really magical. Any mermaid knows that her hair is like a huge part of the mermaid story. And my hair, when I get out of the ocean or the sea, just takes on this quality of of beauty that is unmatched by a shower, unmatched 
by any product or anything that can be added to my hair because it's the mother it's infused with all the knowledge all the the codes all of the um all the light all these qualities that these waters carry for us um as let's see the word beacon is coming up but i'm not sure if that's the right word banks that's a better word as banks as uh, vaults of stored information that we have access to when we swim that we have access to when we drink waters obviously maybe not seawater but waters of this planet and these fluid remembrances these ever crystallizing truths these ever crystallizing um activations and another word for awakenings and um activations awakenings and upgrades this is what we're working with today remembrance brings about opportunities for change, brings about shifts in our life, shifts that we are ready for, shifts that we have prayed for, shifts that we have aligned with. It's no mistake that you are listening to this. It's no mistake that you resonate with mermaids or that you resonate with the potency of the waters of this planet. It's no mistake that you possibly are going to want to go to the beach or book a ticket after this transmission is through. And so I'm going to take us first to some reflection questions that will kind of set the, just set these seeds in your being that may grow and sprout and blossom throughout this maybe hour that we'll be together the first question is a very direct one and it was the first one that came when i put pen to paper and the question is has everything to do with your sovereignty it has everything to do with freedom um, and what may be holding you back from experiencing who you truly are so the question is are you still trying to seek approval from others other people close to you other people in your day-to-day -day life maybe they're not close to you but you have to work with them you have to see them you have to engage here and there are you seeking approval from others and I'm going to take it a little further. Is this approval um, affecting your self-worth? How you see yourself, how you feel yourself, what you believe about yourself, what you tell yourself in your mind, what you tell yourself in the mirror when you brush your teeth, when you're getting dressed. These themes are they're no mistake they are 
they are signs, they are communication that if your stories are tainted, if your stories are numbed and dominated and they just don't feel good anymore, it may be because you're relying too much on what others think, say, perceive, believe about you. And freedom and liberation at its purest and highest frequency is not concerned with what others think, feel, perceive, and believe about you. Freedom has everything to do with you remembering your divinity and your humanity. You remembering who you are is ever-changing, it's not static, it's not stagnant, it moves, it flows like a stream, like a river, like a wave in the ocean. It doesn't stay put. It's not one thing, it's not one story, it's not one color, it's not one sound. So just take that in <laughs> and see and feel in the body if you're getting any hints and any clues about being held back. Have you been held back? Are you allowing yourself to be held back? And if the answer is yes, are you ready to take back your power? Are you ready to take back that position of sovereignty, that position, um, that vantage point of, you know, being free, being free to be, being free to explore, free to move, free to change your mind, free to change your opinion, Free to change your look, change your hair, change your country, change your nationality, change your partner. But all of these things in the end, they reflect an inner change, an inner energetic change. I said upgrade, I said awakening earlier, I said activation. These things are already happening inside of you. If you're listening to this, this is what you're calling in. This is what you've been working towards. This is what you've set yourself up for. Sorry, not sorry. I like <laughs> to see people changed. I like to be their, their mirror reflection that change is powerful. The change is beautiful, even in its challenge, even in the dark nights, the lonely nights, the, yeah, the, the times that are rough and tough, you know, as humans, we have a full spectrum um, that we are invited to experience. And change doesn't have to be painful, doesn't have to be, but it can show up that way. 
ultimately, if you think of freedom, think of a, a prisoner who's had their hands chained, maybe even their legs, their feet chained for a long time, or they, if they've been confined to a small space like uh, in California, I've never been, but we have this like crazy prison or maybe it's not even active anymore. Maybe it is called Alcatraz. I don't even know why this is coming up, but I imagine it's a prison in the middle of water, actually. So this is really an interesting um, parallel. Being trapped in a tiny confined cell or small space and somebody comes and says you are being set free you can go they open the door and they say you're free can you imagine can you imagine what that feels like can you imagine what um yeah what is possible afterward what is possible afterward when you are liberated but when you are the one that liberates yourself you have the keys to open those chains you have the capacity to unlock that door or that gate to exit the building to cross the water somewhere new to start anew to fly higher to transform and I think the reason why I brought up specifically the chains is because I'm sure it's painful. I'm sure it's painful to have these chains day in and day out. And yet, if you didn't know how painful it was to feel these chains, would you really and truly value the beauty and the expansiveness of having those chains released from your wrists and your legs and your ankles it's that contrast it's that contrast of constraint and freedom confinement and running and jumping and flying in all space and time free so the third question, I haven't even gotten to it, but I've already shared this whole piece about freedom with you. What does freedom mean or feel like to you? And please forget absolutely everything that you have ever been taught about freedom or liberation or sovereignty and ask for your own knowing your own truth about this topic, about this, this frequency, this way of being to arise from within you, to inform you, to tell you what freedom feels like, what freedom is to you. And finally, just a little reflection. Are you open to a wave and a fluid transference of energies, wisdom, grace, and love from the Mediterranean? 
Are you ready and open? Because if you are, then we are going. And if you're not, that's okay. Come back later. <laughs> Check out a different podcast episode. Hmm. Oh, this chamomile tea is just hitting all the right spots. Hmm. Mm, mm, mm. And so, with all that, let's start the real transmission, honey and the medicine of Menorca, Mediterranean Isle, part of a dragon that I call Baleares, four islands that make up this dragon being, Menorca specifically, revealing herself to me as the head of the dragon. The head of the dragon. You may be thinking, what in the world are you talking about? How can an island be a dragon? How can an entire island be a part of a bigger dragon? which is four islands. Tell me more. I am intrigued. Sips her cacao. Hmm, what is this dragon talk? Well, first of all, I lived in Mallorca from 2017 to 2018 for about 10 months. And I was based over there as an English teacher for my third and final year teaching English abroad in Spain. I've shared a little bit about this in a previous episode called Khan Pure Dragon Remembrance and what I would love to share today is is more of an expansive view specifically on just these Mediterranean Isles. So I'm just going to touch upon Mallorca because Mallorca is the island that first reconnected me really to the Mediterranean in a way that I didn't know my soul even needed. I didn't know that my soul was so, so deeply <laughs> like a match for the Mediterranean. But it was, and it is. And the Mediterranean is my happy place. It is my place of expansion where my connection to water is is vibrant has been strengthened every time i swim and every time i play on the sand on the beach when i climb the mountains or the cliff sides or just reach somewhere very yeah unreachable but somehow we get there like we channel our mountain goat and we, we arrive, we get there. This is what Mallorca really started showing me was a return to the land, a return to play and innocence and the, yeah, the creativity and the joy of my inner child, which has everything to do with travel, which has everything to do with not having a schedule which has everything to do with 
um, rising with the sun and going to sleep under the stars. At least, yeah, at least um, that's what I've been re-reminded of this year in Mallorca and Menorca where I got to spend about two and a half months. Um, yeah, <laughs> expanding, loving, remembering and being challenged as well, being challenged by old stories resurfacing from 2017 and 2018 and 2019 where I experienced the end of my last relationship where I had done a lot of traveling throughout Mallorca with this partner so some places really held like a, a memory of him or a memory of um, me mourning the relationship after it was over so that would be actually not really Mallorca that was more Ibiza where I just cried a lot and drank a lot of wine and tried to pull myself together and did pull myself together to figure out how to prepare for Egypt this was the end of 2018 and um, yeah the Baleares, these four islands, even though I haven't been to Formentera, the fourth island, I can now say I have been on three of these four islands of this dragon being. Now, I'm not going to share too much more about the other connections, what parts of the dragon are Mallorca and Ibiza and Formentera, but if you follow my Instagram, you may have some inclination already i've shared some bits and pieces there but it is a dragon to me it is a dragon to me it is big energy it is um big heart energy big mind higher mind energy big throat energy it's like a place where if you ever wanted to be reminded of your purity and what you came here to do like what you truly came here to emanate as these islands hold codes for that these islands will help you remember your bliss your grace your joy your innocence your play your sensuality your ability to step outside of time to not care what day of the week it is, to not care what month it is, to be in constant communication with the elements and the salt in the sea and the wind in your face and your feet walking or um, running or traversing the hills and the mountains and the sands and the waters of these islands. Menorca was an unexpected, expected trip this year. I knew Mallorca had a closure story for me. I knew, and I said this in the previous Dragon podcast episode which I will link in the description if you want to hear that it was recorded from a gypsy caravan in Ireland and I said very clearly that I was on my way to Mallorca that 
there was something that wanted to be completed there. And I will share with you that there was a suitcase that was sitting for five years there full of stuff, my stuff. And it felt like trapped energy. It felt like a trapped version of me or a trapped aspect of me. An aspect that was very connected to this story of 2018 Ariana. So opening, facing that suitcase, seeing what was in there, like would there even be anything relevant five years later? I've changed so much. I've seen, I've done, I've cried, I've fucking just dove so, so deeply into myself these past years, especially the pandemic years, 2020, 2021, 2022. How could this suitcase contain anything of relevance to me? I wondered. I was really... um, yeah, I had an aversion to looking at it and seeing what's in there. But luckily, I had a meeting with my old coordinator from teaching, and she's the one that was holding my suitcase in her storage unit. She insisted that I come see her, have yeah, have a meal with them, and then she gifted me my suitcase. And I was like, don't want to see it don't want to know what the fuck what's in there (laughs) and I remember that I peeked at it outside of her house I opened it and then I just like quickly closed it and I was like whoa just weird like a time time warp or a time loop like a glitch I don't know And then I had to take public transportation to get back to where I was staying in a different village. So I had to take a couple trains in Mallorca. And at the train station, while I waited for the bus, I opened it again. Sorry, while I waited for the train at the train station, I opened it again. And I immediately started chucking stuff in the trash of the train station. I'm like, this bag is too heavy. I know half of what's in here, if not 90% of what's in here isn't coming anywhere with me. So I started throwing stuff away, old clothes, stuff that was just ruined from humidity and time and whatever. Um, Things that didn't mean anything to me anymore, like old papers, uh, old electronics, and also some very few things, but very few things that reminded me of my ex even a gift that he had given me a t-shirt so it all went in the trash i kept the notebooks though i kept the notebooks where i had written things about my first few years as a teacher both the first two years in galicia spain and some of what what had already transpired in mallorca in this third year I kept that to look at it at a, at a later time and then I was going to decide, you know, when I was ready to throw that out as well. It was this whole thing in and around the portal of resurrection, which is actually Easter, which is actually a very important, yeah, time and space in the cosmos as well. 
it's like that spring energy it's like that energy of the new like the the rabbit being like this fertile little wants to just like find <laughs> someone to procreate with type of energy but I was in this weird space of being like uh like pulled by my past because of this suitcase and the stories in there and also very much being magnetized to my future which had everything to do with Isla Menorca the next island over from Mallorca so I did this little dance and I, I had some time with cacao and I had some space to figure out am I gonna allow my past these stories who I was to take me out of alignment again or detour me for a bit or am I gonna allow the vision the higher vision which at the beginning of this year my highest vision was to make my way to Africa specifically Egypt and Ethiopia and possibly the Middle East around Lebanon and then flow from there see what needed to happen from there but the Mallorca piece was first on the list and then I believe that would free up the energy and the um, timeline of doing that return to Africa but I didn't realize there was another important marker before that and that was the head of the dragon that was Isla Menorca that was the drive of Rahu and if you know anything about astrology you may know Rahu is the head of the dragon in Vedic astrology it represents where we're going individually collectively it represents what we're hungry for what the mouth of the dragon is looking to consume like to to go after with full passion with full permission it represents also the energy of fire even the ra in the the name represents fire represents passion represents love represents warmth and this ability to work with transformation transmutation the flame the flame of your being across the board our flame is talked about even in christianity um, definitely in the gnostic side of christianity so this is more a, an ancient way of looking at what we would know as you know biblical characters and Mother Mary and Yeshua and different saints and different people that lived in these these uh, yeah these ancient times around Palestine around the Roman Empire even so we would be talking about New Testament I'm sorry if this feels like a tangent it's not it's all connected don't worry I'm gonna tie it all together this is what's coming through the Gnostic way of experiencing the teachings of Christ, the teachings of Magdalene, and the teachings of so many other powerful and potent men and women that became saints or ascetics or monks or nuns 
or um, hermits. Yeah, these these teachings are loaded with um, symbolism, profound alchemy, and ties to ancient Egypt, and ties to ancient Greece, and tie, ties to pretty much any ancient anything that you could think of, even ancient India, even uh, the Mayans, all the way in South America. It's all connected. It's all connected. They were connected. We are connected to all of these pathways through our DNA, through our acceptance and our dive, deep dive into our own DNA, our story, the story of who was woven into our ancestors, who married who, uh, where did they live, why did they move from one part of the world to the other, what jobs did they have, were they tradespeople, were they royals, were they navigators, did they make the ships, did they sail the ships, did they work with jewelry? Did they produce food? Did they harvest? Like all of these things are inside of us. And I've spent the last probably decade, maybe a little bit longer. Now I'd say even around 2009, 2008, really, to now reclaiming my remembrance in relation to my ancestors as far as Europe, as far as Africa, as far as South America, Central America, North America, and Europe. Did I say Europe? I think I said it. Um, and the story is still unfolding. There's more.
there's more. This is why I was headed to Ethiopia. This is why Lebanon was calling. And so as I speak about these ties, what I aim, what I intend for you is that you start feeling yourself, your bloodlines, your lineages, your relevant threads, your web, your web of knowledge, your web of light, the ones that are rooting for you, the ones that have always been rooting for you, the lands that hold keys, keys of remembrance, keys of bliss, keys of success, keys of abundance, keys of union and alchemy for you because we all have them. Yes, if you are listening to this, there is probably a Magdalene, a Yeshua, um, a desire to connect to the Middle East, a desire to connect to the Mediterranean, and a desire to connect to North Africa. So from Morocco to Egypt and around that area. These three places are like a trinity to me and what i have discovered remembered and really sank into this time around is that that's going to be my story that's going to be a huge part of my work going forward honoring the fact that i desire to live and own property and open centers in this part of the world in that um, expansive free ah, supportive part of the world now has nothing to do with the Americas for me not being supportive it just just so happens that this side where I'm recording this podcast from right now anchored in California anchored in Los Angeles pretty much where I spent a few decades of my early life and where I learned, where I also was quote-unquote programmed, where I, yeah, where I first met um, my first travels around the southwestern part of the United States on camping trips where I took my first airplane at two years old to Mexico and where my parents basically must have known that my soul was a grid worker because they just took me all over Mexico when I was two. And even now, my mom says, oh yeah, we were there. Oh yeah, we were there. Oh yeah, we were there in Mexico. And I don't remember because I was so little. And there's photos of me, places when I'm two years old, where I returned when I was 19 and I studied in Mexico and started really reconnecting to, oh, there's something here. There's a really strong pool and connection, not only to the land, but to the language, which is Spanish. And it had everything to do with me being um, brave enough and yeah and deciding that i was going to leave the united states and go live in spain and they spoke spanish so i was cultivating from 19 onward 
was cultivating this deep, deep desire to become fluent in Spanish, to be out of my comfort zone enough that when I would have to be on the other side of the world, I could do it. I could do it. I could, um, I could thrive. I could love the journey. I could find out new things about myself. That distance that was created when I was in Galicia and Mallorca and my entire family was over here in California and parts of Mexico. It was real, you guys. It was like worlds apart. We might as well have been living on different planets. It had everything to do with me stepping into my freedom. My freedom to explore spirituality, to explore teachings outside of Catholicism, which is what my family raised me in. I said indoctrinated earlier and... Yeah, I do still believe that that was a thing, but I also know that my soul chose to come in in a way that I could be familiar with Mother Mary and Yeshua, which is Jesus Christ, and many of the other biblical figures and these beautiful beings that would find their way into my spiritual journey later on books being handed to me and being found and being recommended about the life of Christ, the life of Mary Magdalene, the power of the dragon aspects of beautiful Mother Mary and Magdalene and Kuan Yin and Isis and so many other beautiful divine feminine masters. So, all this to say, I returned to Menorca this year, beginning of, yeah, begin, well, beginning of springtime, really. It was just after the equinox, and I had spent equinox in Ireland, really, really going deep in the Dingle Peninsula in Ireland, which is going to be another podcast episode it is still so alive in my being and it needs to be spoken to and honored properly and then I flew to Mallorca and I spent about three weeks maybe two and a half to three weeks in Mallorca before I was on the boat to Menorca the ferry overnight ferry um, on the eclipse on the first eclipse of two that we had in April and this journey was very very frightening in a lot of ways for me now here's where you're gonna say what are you talking about <laughs> frightening yeah it was fucking scary I had a dream I had a vision I had a hotel for two nights and then I had nothing else planned and when I say I had nothing else planned, I also mean I didn't know how I was going to pay for the things that I needed, for the housing, for the basic things as well. Because what a lot of people don't realize is they glamorize this travel. They glamorize the fact that I've lived and traveled and been in so many places, but they don't know the ins and outs. 
where you may be in one place with one rent and one you know set of expenses that you have for just your basic needs electricity water whatever food when you're traveling it's completely different when you're changing currencies all the time it's it sucks like there's no other way to say it the value of the dollar doesn't reach as much in europe or the united kingdom and there were many many fears that came up in my body around the time of the eclipse just after the eclipse in between eclipses in fact that were going to <laughs> dictate whether or not my experience would be one of grace or one of just full blown um like terror and giving up so i need a sip <laughs> i need a sip of chamomile tea for this So we're back, we've landed in Menorca, had a couple of days in a hotel that was very, very um, beautiful outside of the port city of Ciutadela. It was so uh, nourishing, it was beautiful, it was an agroturismo, so there were like lots of trees and olive groves around, animals around, horses nearby. Just felt uh, just beautiful. The beauty was was palpable. The sun, the, the quality of the sun was just what my heart was singing for. Finally, the, the clouds were parting in the Mediterranean over these islands and I was about to get my taste of of yeah like early summer because spring in the mediterranean is already so warm and so 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 sunny so full of light the quality of light is also just really really special really intense i could feel my cells when i would sit under the sun i could feel them <laughs> like the old ones were dying the new ones were like we're ready we're ready for where you're going we know what you're here for Let's fucking go. And then, um, and then, yeah, I still had this like desire to be open and to flow with synchronicities and trust very much like the Celestine prophecy. But I had my own, yeah, my own feelings about my finances and, and how they would reach how could i do it could i do it even or would i give up would i have to give up and ask for help to come back to california or something i guess what a lot of you may not realize is that i started dragons love cacao my business a little over a year ago and i've led ceremonies i've led healings i've led beautiful heart grid connections both in person on sacred sites and also online via via zoom and yet all of this oh yeah and also the container the inner sanctum 
this year, which is insane. It started in January, it ended at the end of March, right before I went to Spain. So there was a lot of love and energy that I have been pouring into my business. And the numbers still weren't matching. The numbers still weren't showing me that I could do this full time, that I could be a servant of spirit and a servant of the mother, daughter of Ma, and thrive from this. And even with all of that going on, I knew that I had to try. I knew that I had to see what was possible. And so that did involve me asking for help from my parents. I have no shame saying this. Catch me a few months ago, I might have not wanted to say this on a podcast. I was still very much um, in the frequency of keeping certain things private because I didn't want to appear a certain way to anybody. Appear like I, I don't know, like didn't have it all together. Like how could you travel and need money from your parents? You're 35 years old. I'm here to tell you something. We're not meant to do it all alone. If you have people that love you, they understand that what you're doing is is for the greatest good of all, and they offer from their heart assistance, why wouldn't you take it? Yes, sometimes we have to be the one to ask, but sometimes we don't have to ask and it, and it arrives and we should receive it with open arms, like a gift, because that's what it is. There is such a stigma around receiving help, receiving help from anybody. No, no, I got it all. I just like, and as women, as women, holy, there is a whole dismantling right now of this idea that we have to have it all together so that we can um, keep up with the masculine or whatever. I don't believe in any of these things. I'm just kind of saying that this is something that more or less is a program that's been around. It's a program that hasn't <laughs> hasn't helped at all with us receiving and anchoring our freedom from within and from above and from the mother, from all realms. So they keep us feeling like we got to do it all alone. We got to look like we have it together at all times. Don't show them the hard times. Don't reveal that so-and-so helped. And I'm here to tell you that if I had not done this, this way, this time, then I would not have felt such a deep, and profound love and support from my dad who passed away while I was in Spain <laughs> just a few weeks ago while I was on Isla Menorca I wouldn't have felt his support this time in such a profound 
and new and open experience, like a new way of us relating. Because he really wanted to see me live my dream. He didn't understand, you know, he didn't know the extent of the spiritual work that I do. He couldn't. <laughs> he didn't want to. He really didn't want to. I think he wanted to, in his earthly self, he wanted to really believe that uh, one day I would convert back to Catholicism. But on every other realm, his spirit, his being, screamed and sung that he supports my vision, my bravery, my creativity, and my absolute desire for challenging what is possible because his codes are also codes of freedom he was like a key for me growing up about freedom and even though in some ways i felt trapped as many of us do in our family life or in our circumstances that is part of the the dance that's part of the balance of well it is polarity as well i will say that but when i was saying earlier about like constraint and then expanding into space and time or feeling trapped and then liberating yourself like that that dynamic that electric and magnetic you know that push and pull like that in our early life it does help us to start getting ideas and pictures of who we want to be so if someone's showing you oh i don't want to be that you start to describe or envision who you do want to be or if you see somebody not take care of themselves in the the best way via their health or their mind or their space or you just see their priorities are a certain way and yours are not then that helps you get clear about well what are my priorities what do i want desire need in my life so this last chance this last dance with my dad in California <laughs> and I'm saying the last dance with a huge smile on my face because I have this Donna Summer album here on my altar where I'm recording this podcast as well as a photo of my dad as well as his ashes right now this is a lot you guys so 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 didn't expect for us to go in this direction but i feel like this is the vulnerability of my personal journey that needs to be shared he has everything to do with my story as a traveler he has everything my father has everything to do with my fight and my flight my fight for 
a life that was mine and my flight, my ability to leave, to see, well, what else is out there and what other pieces of me are out there and who am I? Who am I outside of the context of California? Who are you outside of the context of where you were born? Outside of the context of your family, your culture, your religion, or any identity that you've either adopted or that's been placed on you. So Donna Summer has a song called The Last Dance. So that's why I said this was my last chance and my last dance with my dad, Ricardo, while I was in Spain and he was in California and our souls were dancing. Our souls were seeing what was possible. Would it be possible for him to leave this plane in love and in freedom? Would it be possible for me to believe in myself and to love myself unconditionally, even though there were still lots of stories in my mind and in my being about how my family didn't really understand me, didn't really see me, didn't really appreciate all that I've done since I left in 2015. Didn't appreciate, didn't understand, didn't see me every time I would come back every couple of years, because it was never every year. It was sometimes two years, sometimes a year and a half would go by. Sometimes it would be like a year on the mark. But I'd be away experiencing these very, very, what I can only call like high level cycles of time because somehow I don't know I just wanted to fast track myself for a time for a time I wanted to do a lot I wanted to dive into a lot I wanted to remember as much as I possibly could and activate my gifts as fast as I possibly could while being on this search this this deep, deep um, surrender to the path, an ever spiraling serpentine path, even a path that would take me across the oceans. It wouldn't just keep me in one part of the world. I was like boomeranging sometimes between Europe, Americas, Europe, Americas, Europe, Americas, Africa, Americas, Europe. And I guess what I'm trying to say is it was a beautiful cycle of letting go of the stories. The eclipses solidified this for me. Letting go of the stories that I was telling myself about who loved me, who supported me, who needed me, who needed my help, who could help me, like just letting go of all of that and focusing on my joy and my innocence and my love for music, my love for being on the land barefoot, my love for playing with plants and collecting, you know, my own plants here and there, flowers, drying them, putting in them, putting them on my altar, putting them in my hair, collecting rosemary, collecting chamomile 
creating um, just this whole world where the Mediterranean was merging with me and I was merging with the Mediterranean once again. Every meal, every, every drink, every sun bath, I say sun bath, like every time I sat under the sun consciously and just said, I receive, I receive. I love how you feel on my skin and in my skin and how you hug my organs and how you allow for energy to burn off on me and in me, how I would cry sometimes uncontrollably in nature, not knowing what was like, what was next because it was all a flow, it was all, it had to be, it was designed by, I believe the higher and the highest aspect of my dad and my highest aspect. And I believe one of his highest aspects is the eagle. And although, um, yeah, although that's a whole nother story, it has a lot to do with the Mayan calendar, so I won't get into that now. I just felt we were just dancing. We were dancing with possibilities. He was showing me this is where you're meant to be. This is where you love to be. And yes, the money isn't fully, fully there yet. Maybe the clients aren't fully there yet. Maybe you're still also anchoring your truest offerings, your, tru your, tr your truest gifts, even gifts that you didn't even realize that were so, 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 so juicy and benevolent. For others, something as simple as listening to others. Because I have such a gift to hear others. You may think, oh, she talks a lot. She's got a podcast. <laughs> She's a writer. I also love to listen. I also love to feel the energy in people's shares, in people's exchange with me. I know I'm a richer person for these exchanges, these synchronicities, for basically the, the sages and the shamans that have come into my life on the traveling path that would never even call themselves that. They were just, uh, you know, I just knew them by their first name and our paths just crossed for a day or an hour or a moment. And I had so many of these in Menorca. So I'd actually love to give a little shout out to all the beautiful souls that I crossed paths with, that I danced with in Menorca, who shared love, who shared truth, who shared themselves, who shared joy, who shared abundance and who also received many of these frequencies from me, but also maybe a few things that come to mind that I know I often share when I'm with others is, is grace, is change, bravery, love. That dragon heart doesn't lie. 
She loves to see people living, living for that moment, living for the present, not waiting till they're so sick or um, retired or just reviewing, like giving themselves a life review day in and day out and, and from the mind trapped in, in regret, like full of regret of what they didn't accomplish and then trying to see what all they could rush to do at the end of their life. So this being said, I would love for you to open your heart and receive this code right now. You are here to live your greatest dreams. You are here to live your vision, your soul vision, your soul power, your soul caliber, a frequency that cannot be duplicated, replicated, cannot be created on AI. <laughs> I wonder if in Spain they call it AI. AI. That'd be interesting. I never, never heard anybody talk about this in Spanish in Spain, but AI, <laughs> AI, AI, yeah, um, you cannot be replicated. Who you are in your nakedness, in the purest love, in the purest truth, without the stories, an open and receptive and giving being, a balanced being, a being that knows that life is a dance. And that is one of the biggest medicines that Menorca gave me was the Tao. The Tao, the Tao. And Tao is like a dance. I will make sure to dedicate another podcast to the Tao. Well, for this podcast of honey, medicine, and apparently um, just a vulnerability share about where I'm at in between the worlds dancing with my ancestors, which now includes my dad, and the land of my ancestors, the continents of my ancestors here in California, Mexico, the Americas, and also those of Europe, Africa, and the Middle East. I'm here to just give us all permission. Let us sweeten, let us soften, let us let us be like the honey bee. Let us be who we desire. Let us be who we know we actually came here to be. When the stories have all been offered on the altar or underneath the taula, the taula being these beautiful structures in Menorca where I would yeah I would offer honey 
I would offer cacao, I would offer song, I would offer um, sometimes the tuning forks, my voice as well, my heart, my presence, my dance, these taulas um, also receive what we don't need. And they're power spots that can connect heaven and earth, that can connect all the realms. And if they are connected to all the realms, they can also transmute these earth stories and these stories that have carried over from other times, other incarnations, other stars, other star systems, other galaxies, and other universes. I know that was a mouthful. <laughs> Gotta throw in the galactic, you know, queen of the stars, shout out to, shout out to queen of the stars, who was another version of me, who is another version of me, before, um, yeah, before I really dove this year into the frequency of grace. Now feeling that the silver river of grace really is me, really is that infinite water, that infinite reflection, that powerful portal of light that I can offer. And that invitation of, it's okay to change. It's okay to want and desire something drastically different for yourself, for your life, for your now, for every person that said you can't do that, you shouldn't, you, you won't, you won't make it, you can't ask for help. You're a failure if you X, Y, Z, for all of the beings that have projected these falsities on you, on me, on us, on the planet. We offer them to the taula. We offer them to transmutation through the frequency of the serpent, through the frequency of the dragon, through the frequency of the wind, the dragon, the tramontana, dragon, frequency that you may remember on some level when I say tramontana 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 and if you're not quite sure about this frequency yet there will be a time where I will dive deeper into this both on Patreon, in the next Tao Medicine Ceremony online, and in future retreats on Isla Menorca starting in 2024, Year of the Dragon. So for now, I offer you a closing. I offer you the flowers of Menorca. I offer you the bugambilia, the beautiful rose, the beautiful aloe vera plant, the rosemary, all the wildflowers, the chamomile, the geranium, 
and so many other frequencies um, that really held me, that really held me in the north of Menorca, in the crown chakra of Menorca, which I will also get into at some point, to remember, to remember, and to remember to share these stories. Even if the only thing you take from this is a curiosity to go on your own adventure, then I've done my job. I'm so, so honored to be able to record and reflect and be. I love you. Join me on the next one. It will be another Menorca tale, I feel, I hope. And there will be many other grid work podcasts coming up as well. Like I said, Ireland isn't isn't going to stay quiet. She's like, you and I, we got some stories. And I, I wholeheartedly agree. She's, uh, she is the mother. She's the mother that speaks through me when I share these things. She is the ma. And because the Tao reminded me that the ma and the ta are a beautiful, beautiful, balanced code, the ma and the ta, uh, I offer that to you. Just receive this closing tone as um, an offering from me and from Menorca. Tama ta tama ta tama ta tama 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 your hand on this last one very softly a little faster Slow it down. Tama mata. Tama mata. Lots of love. Mm.